And now, Jalen and Jacoby on ESPN Radio. Where the fuck is Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV, pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the sweet. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. Now give me your bubble, bubble. He is Jalen Rose. What up, though? I'm David And on the cool check-in. Center stage on the mic. Reg. 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 He didn't even push okay. it late. First of all, Whoa. Reggie's been gone for two days. I understand when Brad comes in and Whoa. Brad's not used to the rhythm of the show he or whatever. He didn't even push it late. And then, and then Reg, Reg was all sick. Breaking news. Reg is all sick pushing the breaking news button. And now he gets into my ear. This is why he didn't get a mic. And he goes, don't worry, I'll fix it later. No, Reg. That's not how we do it, Reg. <laughs> right. No, you got to leave it the way if it is. If you mess up the intro, right. if Jalen messes up Correct. the intro, if it's I mess the up show. the intro, it stays on the show. We're Jalen Jacoby. What do we do? We get a people. What they Wow, it's great to have Reggie back, but man, what a bad start that was. I know, come on, Reg. Thursday. He didn't even try to act like he was going to. I know, he's all sad and quiet, and his voice doesn't really work. Oh, poor Reg. Reg, he did look at, do you hear a beat behind us right now, Jalen? I don't. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. Wow. Reggie. Wow. Oh, wait. Reggie. Reggie. What is this? This is. We haven't. We have Red. technical difficulties. Red. I wish Yo, you guys someone could broke hear it right Red. now. Someone broke. Someone check on Reggie. <laughs> someone check on Reggie. <laughs> wow. The people got what they wanted last night in Miami. The Heat hosted the Warriors and they got up big. But of course, as they always do, the Warriors came back in the second half to take the lead in the waning seconds. And then there was this terrible possession where <laughs> Wade just gave it to Wade. Thank Wade you. got his shot blocked. And then he just hosted up a prayer, which was answered. Jalen Rose, I watched this live and I was so pumped. It just had me so excited. What do you think of Dwayne Wade's moment? I was happy for Dwayne Wade because... In his final season, I get a chance to see him living his best life. Mm-hmm. He's a part of an amazing power couple power with couple. Gabby Union. Power couple. I appreciate him being celebrated from arena to gym with the exchanges of the jerseys. And I'm appreciating that he's actually playing quality minutes and performing well. And the braids. And the braids. That's where I was going last. The fresh out braids. The Miami Heat, first off, their team owns it. Okay. James Johnson, Josh Richardson, well, Dwayne Wade. There's one person in Miami that's like, where'd you get your braids? Oh, I got them from Gina. And then Gina's all of a sudden gets gets text from everybody in the no team. No doubt yeah. about it. So I appreciate that he's given the chance to literally live his best life in his final season. Yeah. But the one thing that I really don't want to overlook is this was a terrible possession. <laughs> it was awful. Dwayne Wade had it, dribbled into the middle, put his back to the basket, tried to make something happen, passed it to Waiters. Wait, look, look, look at this. Like, Waiters double teamed. He gives it to Wade. Wade's open. Nope. Kevin Durant's. Nope. Shot blocked. And then finally makes it. It was so good. And he was so pumped that even in the post-game presser, he had a very poignant reference to someone else doing it to him previously. Let's listen to Dwayne Wade. I wonder when Kobe hit that game winner on me in L.A., when he hit it on the top, when he hit it off the glass for the top of the key, I said, how is that possible? 
Thank you for showing me the way. Jalen. David. He mentioned when Kobe did it to him. And then when you see the Kobe shot, you're like, oh, that does look exactly the same. Off one leg. Crazy. Um, The other thing that I want to make sure we acknowledge is don't sleep on the Miami Heat as it relates to an Eastern Conference playoff team. They snuck and got healthy. Goran Dragic, not pitcher, had 27 points in this basketball game. Mm -hmm. Off the bench. They're a half game out of eighth. Josh Richardson is a lockdown defender. He had 21 points. I love Richardson's game. Bam out of bio had a double double. A great lob. Justice Winslow has yeah. developed as a playmaker, and Deion Waiters has also returned. And Coach Bo, one of the best that people don't talk about. No this. doubt about credit. it. Yes, indeed. So they the Miami the Heat are coming, and the Pistons might be get bumped out. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody talks about Dwayne Wade. He's made it very clear this is his farewell tour. He's got T-shirts. He's got merch. Everything, but like everyone's also treating Dirk like this is his last year. They gave him an All Star spot. Doc Rivers is stopping the game to give him shout-outs. But it seems like everyone's trying to get Dirk out of the league, except for Dirk. (laughs) This is what Dirk had to say about his future. He said, I would love to be there for the young guys one more year, but I think it depends on how my body feels. Jalen Rose, why is everyone trying to kick Dirk out of the NBA? And see, here's the thing. We had initially just attached Dirk's wagon to Dwayne Wade's. He ain't going from gym to gym exchanging jerseys. He's not. Nope. He didn't ask Adam Silver to be in the, to All-Star, in the All-Star game. Star. He went three for three. Okay. And so for Dirk, he's looking back at a journey and saying, I won a championship here. We tried to rebuild the team a couple of times since that happened, and we're not able to do it. And it's looking pretty good now. Right all now, all of a sudden, we got Luka and Luka. KP. Yeah, we got KP. I'm going to play with KP. I'm trying to be a part of the road show, too. And also, Mark Cuban will give him... You know, $10 million. Absolutely. Like, that's nothing to, no that's doubt nothing about. to you and, know. And there will be a time, mark my words, that you see Dirk standing on the sideline with a helmet on at a Dallas Cowboys game with a jersey on as an so. honorary you keep saying football that. player. Happen. Yes, that he will. Happen. You keep yes. saying that it's not going to happen. Yes. And also, yes. seven-footers don't look right in football pads. That's like, what it makes it right. funny. We'll see. That's if going that does, to happen. If that does happen, I'll do 10 push-ups. Well. Black. From fun stories that make us smile to sadness. The Celtics are just reeling. They are just reeling. They haven't won a game since the All-Star break. Last night on national TV, they hosted the Trailblazers. This was a close game. Like, this this wasn't a blowout like the one against the Raptors. This was a close game. But the Celtics just don't really feel like they had that cohesion. It just didn't really work. It just didn't feel like a team sport. And, and I was talking to my friends while we were watching this game. Is They used to be like four passes per possession. And now it's one pass and someone takes their man. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. What do you see as wrong with the Boston Celtics? So a couple of things. A couple of things that you can't ignore. The last six games that Kyrie Irving played, they're 0-6. Wow. The last six games he did not participate they're 6-0. But Kyrie Irving is one of the best players in the National Basketball Association. Correct. And he even had 30-plus points in this game, was mm-hmm. 14 from 24 from the floor. But when you look deeper into the box score, three assists. That's the thing. And the reason why I bring that up is this team has success without him. And as an organization, you rest on your laurels. We did it as commentators. We said... Oh, they made it to the conference finals without Kyrie. And they added and Kyrie and You put him back with that squad. They can play against the Warriors. They can play against the they Warriors. They can run the Warriors to six games. But you know what doesn't happen? You know, in team sports, it really doesn't work like that. And we got caught up in the 
the sum of the individual parts. Mm-hmm. Tatum with number three. It's going to make the all-star leap. Make it a ha- leap. Didn't yep. happen this year. Jalen Brown showed that he could be a starter. He's going to be all defensive one year. So is Marcus Smart. Al Horford, they're rock, they're anchor. Brad Stevens, making it all happen. If anyone Danny can manage Ainge. all this, it's Brad Stevens. But you know, the beauty that I like about the game is this. Teams win. Can mm-hmm. I tell everybody this? Teams win. And I know when the playoffs come, you give the ball to Kyrie Irving, and he can be magical as they come in the game. But there's a reason why when you look at the individuals on the Celtics and you were picking teams and you were going against the Bucks and the Raptors, yeah, you'll take Giannis. Yeah, you'll take the Greek. Yeah, you'll take Kawhi. But then when you look deeper into the roster, as individuals, you'll be like, hmm, I'll probably take Tatum over the second or third best player on either one of those teams. Oh, they would probably win four out of five matchups when they play those teams, but they will lose four out of five games. Correct. And now what's going to happen to the Boston Celtics is you put yourself in position to hover around the fifth seed. Guess what happens then? You play against number four right now, the Philadelphia 76ers. On the road. And now you get bounced in the first round after adding those two guys to a team they went to the conference finals. Well, the Celtics are surrounded by frustration, and Kyrie Irving in the post game, he doesn't really hide it very well. Let's listen to Kyrie. What's your confidence level in this team going forward? Huh? What's your confidence level in the team going forward? What do you mean? Just in terms of like, you know, you got a like, question is that a, a, a legitimate question? I mean, I just, you know, nah. How do you feel about this team? Oh, next question. So here's why people look at that some type of way. When you're the captain of a team, and I'm fortunate enough to. Pretty much be a captain on every team that I played on. That's just because you loud. At least once. That's because you loud. Okay. When they ask you, what is your confidence in the team? What would you like that guy to say? I'm 100% confident in this team. He literally said, we can beat anybody in a seven-game series a week week ago. ago. That was a week. It was all good just a week ago. Boom. (laughs) There we go. So now, as a teammate of his, as the head coach, when they say, so what do you think about an adjustment? Oh, ask Brad. Mm-hmm. What do you think about what Morris said? Well, you got to respect yeah, it. That's his opinion. But I and then last it. night, the same thing with Smart. So what has happened is you now see the fracture become public. Yep. Usually these are things when you're in the locker room, you can kind of funnel them to the point where when we take the floor, when we get on the bus, when we get on the plane, we know what's bubbling behind the scenes. But we can always get mad at the media because they're reporting things that they don't know. Yes. But they're getting little reports here and there. But now they're putting it out there. He's putting it out there. So it tells me a couple of things. This team clearly ain't going far in the playoffs. They definitely ain't making it to the conference finals. And last but not least, he ain't coming back there. No, he's not coming back. He ain't coming back there. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. The the, the intrigue for die-easy Boston Celtics fans like yourself is, is he going to walk for nothing or are they going to be able to sign and trade? That's what they should be worried about. That's where we are right now with that. There's also a friend of the program who was in attendance in front row, none other than Jada Kiss. (laughs) He's in the action. There he is, spilling his drink. Getting knocked into by Rodney Hood. But I want to say this. Jada Kiss was there, but also my guy Millie's was sitting right, right next to him. He's a, a little-known rapper. He's an excellent rapper. Look him up. Millie's, they have a song together. They're homies. And I think that Millie's got most of the drinks spilled on him, to be honest with you. And the thing about Kiss, whose Hall of Fame bust sits over my shoulder, he's a avid sports fan. Mm-hmm. Sitting front row, there to take in the action. 
Y'all can't be spilling my guy's beverage. Well, they got caps on top of the beverage, no, too. No, but when a, a basketball player comes barreling into you, it don't matter if it's a cap I kept on your plastic I kept an eye on those two. They didn't come back to their seats for like 20 minutes. They're of course like, they did. They get to go back somewhere and get some new shirts or something. Yeah, like, you had to dry they off. Take care of. They and take you know care what else? You go back and you're like, wait a minute. They interrupted my adult entertainment beverage flow. Normally, I was going to have one right now. Yes, second yes. quarter. Now I got spilled. And you got to get two before the end of the Correct. third. Correct. So now, now you go to the, the back and we you drink that. two or three before you come back to your seat. <laughs> it's time <laughs> for News That Matters. I can't say that I'm not familiar with a woman by the name of Brittany Renner. She's not just an Instagram model. She's a very popular Instagram model. And she pops up on my feed from time to time. She's in some news stories. And she's in the news again. Apparently, she's a Kentucky fan. She's been attending Kentucky games. And um, people notice that is Keldon Johnson. And he's noticed that Brittany Renner is there. That is him winking, tongue out, and then saying, what's he saying, Jalen? I love you. Do you think he's, do you think he's talking to the coach? No. You, you think he's talking to maybe his mom's in the stands? No. You think he's talking to the Instagram model? He's Brittany definitely Renner? not talking to one of his teammates either. No, I don't think so How either. How about that? You wish your teammate loved you and <laughs> I, looked at you the I way he was looking at her. <laughs> he does it. Question in the middle of the game. Soft move or boss move? Professing your love for an Instagram model in the middle of the game. Boss move. Oh, I love this. I played a lot of basketball. This. Okay. And let me tell you guys something. I'm not going to mention any names. Take us behind the curtains. But I've fallen into this category at different points of my career. Oh. In high school, college, early in the league. Late in the league. When so you're, when you say different points of your career, you mean your entire career. There are times <laughs> that basketball players have better vision than the rest of the world truly acknowledges. Oh. And it's not just seeing an open man cutting back door for a dunk. <laughs> it's you're in a facility. That has 25,000 people 25, there. people there. And for some strange reason, you can spot somebody that you think is fly. <laughs> and you and know you what you do? Eye contact? No, it's more. It's more. Oh. You don't have to get the eye contact. That's lame. No. Oh, okay. that, you don't do it. You don't lick out your tongue and tell the person you love them. Here's what you do. You get the ball boy to take him a note. That's, that's not that's real. That's what you do. That's real? So you write a little note, like, do you like me with yes, check this box, yes, check this box, no? Back in the day, this is before, this was when beepers were out. This is when everybody didn't have a cell phone. David Jacoby, no. You write down the name with the number and you have the ball boy give it to the individual. At that point, it's a 50-50 proposition. You might get a voicemail later. It's a 50-50 proposition. Oh, and by the way. Question, if it's a 50-50 proposition, would you ever give out more than one note at a time? No. Okay. That's corny. Okay. Okay. That 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 goes against all ethics and etiquette. That's just like he's not going to be licking out his tongue saying I love you, hopefully to nobody else this year. Okay. He's got to own the fact that he's trying to shoot his best shot. But as a college kid, the dynamics of being on campus and having to work, the only time he really probably get a chance to see her is at and or during the game. So if I'm playing for Kentucky, here's what you do. Y'all got to win some more games. Okay? Y'all got to win the SEC regular season. Y'all got to win the SEC tournament. And y'all got to get Coach Cal to the Final Four. Because you know what happens? They have a couple notable fans, by the way, to come to their Kentucky games. Mm -hmm. If y'all make it far, she'll be there. And you know what might happen if you guys end up cutting down the nets? 
Y'all get the chance to celebrate. You know what's going to happen? what happens in celebration? Everybody gets a chance to engage one another. I know the Kentucky players love Jalen Jacoby. They're about to go on a win streak. They're going to watch <laughs> this segment, and they're about to go on a win streak. I'm picking Kentucky to win the national championship. You heard it right here on Jalen and Jacoby. Joel Embiid, not called the process anymore, officially has changed his nickname to Hulu Has Live Sports. Doesn't ring off the tongue that way, but guess what? Hulu... Paid Joel a lot of money to change his nickname. Do what else they pay a lot of money for? Dame Lillard to get a tattoo that says Hulu has live sports. These players have absolutely no shame and they're selling out for Hulu. And so are we. Why would I keep paying so much for cable when I can watch my games on Hulu plus live TV? They have live sports on Hulu. I don't know if you know, based on those nicknames and the tattoo, that Hulu now has live sports. You get the same channels as cable for just $45. You can watch your favorite teams play live all season long. Watch the biggest games live on Hulu plus live TV. Watch Joel and Damian with their new nickname and new tattoo play live. Guess where? Hulu plus live TV. Absolutely no cable required. Jalen Rose, Old Miss basketball has been in the news a lot lately. Last night they lost a controversial game against Tennessee, but it's what happened before the game is where the focus was. If you remember, on Saturday... Some of the players of the Old Miss basketball team knelt during the national anthem to protest against some pro-Confederacy groups that were protesting in and around campus or rallying in and around campus. It made the news, but, you know, it sort of went away. And then last night before the game, nobody knelt. They spoke about it, and one of their players, Devontae Schuler, had this to say. He said, I felt like... I needed to stand up for my rights for righteousness sake. My emotions were just for the students. I didn't want anything to happen with us playing the game while the protest was going on. I felt like I couldn't pass that moment by without making a difference. And after this game, Terrence Davis said it won't happen again. It brought awareness to the campus and what was going on that day. I think it did that and that's what it was for. So, Jalen, they knelt originally. They did not kneel yesterday. What do you think about this saga in Mississippi? It, it, it shows me how, like, sports becomes the ultimate melting pot of individuals from different backgrounds, different races, different creeds, all intervene at one location mm-hmm. to root for or against their favorite team. And as athletes, we serve a bigger cause than just the score of the game. So many entertainers and people for public consumption do a really good job of using their platform to benefit those not just themselves. And that line gets, I guess, a little diluted sometimes because usually when people don't like the cause that you're standing up for, or in this case, take a knee, they get upset and say, we just want to focus on sports. Yep. But those are the same people that want their favorite entertainers and athletes to be out in the community, starting foundations, taking pictures, shaking hands, kissing babies, signing autographs. This is just a flip side version of that. So for these young people to be so righteous and so courageous to use that moment, and there'll be those to say, why do it at the collegiate basketball game? Because as a college student, that's when people are going to watch me the most. That's the biggest platform that that's you have. That's my biggest stage. That's my biggest opportunity to draw awareness. If somebody put this on their IG, if somebody did this in their dorm room, it wouldn't have become something that was viral. 
And it's important for me also to post to point this out. As somebody that takes giving back to the community and sacrificing for others really serious. Because I hear a lot of people talking about this. I'm talking about human beings. I'm talking about taxpaying citizens that don't take the time and energy to give back and to sacrifice for others. Mm-hmm. So number one, that's hypocritical if you have a strong opinion about it and you don't give back. Yep. Two, how about this? If you're Colin Kaepernick, Michael Jordan, when he takes off on the free throw line and he licks out his tongue and he dunks the basketball, that becomes a logo. Mm-hmm. Jump man. If you're Colin Kaepernick, what he did by taking the knee in the NFL now has become his legacy. And now that has become his logo. And so now every time somebody does this from here on out, that's going to be paying homage to the sacrifices that he made and the influence that he had that clearly was a lot larger than some people gave it credit for. I mean, you make a really good point about sports bringing everybody together because in communities we can all go to different bars, different restaurants, go to different concerts, listen to, listen to different musics, but sports in that arena is the one place that everybody comes together regardless of background, age, race, or gender. And I think that that is one of the reasons why people use sports as a platform to get their point across. And I think that they're, we should commend these players for what they've done. It didn't cause a controversy. It did no big deal. They said why they did it. They did it once, and then they went and stopped did it and went out and lost a game to Tennessee in very controversial fashion. But I do want to say this. That was a charge. Fans got mad. <laughs> they're throwing, throwing stuff on the court. I watched it. He was in position. That was a charge. Good call by the ref. But I ride or die with those fans because if we lose a game, I want the kind of fans that's going to throw stuff on the court too. <laughs> oh, no. Just like if oh, we win. Now you're pro throwing stuff on the court. That's your stance right I, now, I'm pro, I'm pro two things. Storming the floor and throwing stuff on the floor, <laughs> depending on the outcome. No, I'm just kidding. Everybody knows it's just you're jokes. Not you're not kidding. <laughs> Well, Tony Harris is making history. She has now become the first skilled position female football player to sign a letter of intent for a football scholarship. She plays free safety. Where's she from? For East L.A. She has signed a letter of intent to play football at Central Methodist University in Missouri. Jalen, what do you think about this historic achievement? I'm happy for her. I'm proud of her because it takes a level of discipline to be a trailblazer. Because how many times along the way you think people try to discourage her from playing with the boys, from playing at all? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not really going to be good enough. Oh, they're only letting you play because you're a girl. Now, all of a sudden, a wide receiver catches the ball, and she puts him in the shoulder pads to body, and they're on the ground. And people are like, wait a minute, she's really good. Oh, yeah, she's hitting me. Because <laughs> you don't just give people scholarships. No, you don't. You, you don't. don't just give people scholarships. No. Okay, so for her to earn this opportunity, I salute her, and we're going to be following her on this program. You know what we should do? What's that? Here's what we should do. We should go to a game. We should go represent. Maybe go yeah. to her college. Jaylen, you work and seven take our days show a there. week. You work seven days a week. When are we going to have time to do this? We could take a day off. I would love to take a day off. <laughs> and go see Tony Harris play. Oh, I forgot. Where is she from? She's from Detroit. Oh, Detroit, That Michigan. was my point. That's oh, why I was is? like, where is she from? Holla okay. at your boy. Yep. This is what we do. Congratulations, Tony Harris. Way to represent, Tony. to us and everyone else. Let everybody know that we want to get Tony on our show. Shout out. Jalen, you know I don't like to stay up late. 
But if there's a good West Coast game, I'm staying up for it. And that was the case last night in the Staples Center. All eyes were on Anthony Davis and the visiting Pelicans. And let's just listen to how... Lie. Let's listen to how the Staples Center faithful treated the introduction of a gentleman by the name of Anthony Davis. Is that a is that a home game? They're really they're really cheering for him. I really need the Lakers to become contenders again well, because this level happen. of thirst is it'll getting happen. out of control. And look at this shot from LeBron to ice the game one foot from the corner. That was a huge shot with a, a game that the Lakers needed to win. But all of the focus was really on Anthony Davis. Jalen, what do you think about last night in Staples Center? I think it's unfortunate for the league for the Pelicans. For the fans of the game that he's on a minutes restriction that now affects the outcome of basketball. It's games. ridiculous. They might as well yeah. sub him in and sub him out just so they can say they played him to save him a hundred thousand dollars, whatever the league is threatening to find him. But as a player, you don't want all zeros on your stat sheet. So he's not gonna sign up for that. So that's why it becomes a murky situation. Here's what I think the solution should be. If he has a minutes restriction, the lion's share of those minutes should be in the fourth quarter, not in the first quarter. And quite as kept, the Lakers didn't exactly blow out the Pelicans last night. And they didn't have Anthony Davis in the fourth quarter, but it was a close game. They won this game because Anthony Davis did not play more than 20 minutes. No question about it, especially in the third quarter because the Pelicans were playing really well. But here's something I want to point out that a lot of people are sleeping on. I've talked so much about the Lakers' three best players being LeBron, Kuzma, and Ingram. Ingram's been hot lately. You know what Luke Walton did that people are sleeping on? He started him. He brought JaVale McGee off the bench, Mm -hmm. who was also five for five. The same amount of productivity, and you learn this when you're around the game very often. For some players, it's basically going to be the same regardless of the minutes they play. So what I mean is, a guy like JaVale McGee, if you're going to play him between 20 and 24 minutes, you're going to basically get the same stats he would get if you play him 35 minutes. He doesn't minutes. need to warm up and get hot. You know what I mean? Like he's good. He doesn't need to get his jump shot going early in the game. And so, therefore, he was still 5 for 5, able to catch his lobs, able to get his rim runs, able to get his finishes. While now, all of a sudden, you looked at those highlights, didn't the Lakers look fast? Mm-hmm. Didn't the lane look open? Mm-hmm. Didn't LeBron have room to double pump? And mm-hmm. didn't LeBron have room to go down and freak it? Because now the floor is spread. That's why there was a stretch during the game where they had three straight dunks to excite the crowd. And on one of those turnovers was Anthony Davis. I'm like, you ain't playing for the Lakers yet, dog. You throw it on the ball, you ain't playing with them yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what I there saw. There is a flip side to that, though, is even with JaVale McGee, they don't protect the rim very well or play defense. And without JaVale McGee, they certainly don't protect the rim very well. That's why you own who you are. That's why teams have an identity. Are we going to play JaVale McGee just because he can get a couple of shot blocks but not really be a lockdown defender? Mm -hmm. Or do we own the fact that we need to be a fast, high-scoring, open-floor team alongside LeBron James? That's when LeBron plays his best, when he's the second largest man on his team playing quality minutes. We saw it in Miami. We saw it in Cleveland late. We're now seeing it with the And also what that adjustment did is they actually had, without their big man, Starting, they had most points in the in the paint that they've had. They had 74 points in the paint and another byproduct of that, 36 assists, which is another high for them. Maybe they're working on something, but we'll see Friday night against the Bucks exactly what the Lakers have as this playoff push happens. Yeah. Well, 
I want to talk to you about this. I had one of those watching the games last night. I need to talk to Jalen Rose about this moment. The Rockets went into Charlotte, and they won the game. They did, right in front of Michael Jordan and everything. But something interesting is happening with a gentleman by the name of James Harden. At one point between two games, he missed 22 straight three-pointers. Jalen, you've played in the league for 13 years. You know sometimes players go cold, especially jump shooters, especially with the volume that James Harden has. But 22 straight missed threes? We all know what happened in Game 7 against the Warriors last year. Is this something or nothing? It's something. It is something. And it's a few things. One, remember how cute the streak was? Mm-hmm. He was scoring 30-plus and 30-plus games. And Takes we put the full screen up there about Wilt Chamberlain. Yep. And it was record-breaking. And it was what the team needed. Like, I made sure I, be- I came to his defense for people who chastised his game and or him for the streak where when it started, they were 10th in the West. And when it finished, they were fourth or fifth in the West. They needed that while players were out. But you know what else happened? He got fatigued. He did. You could see it. And so those are contested shots you just showed. Mm -hmm. He also missed some wide open ones. I think he'll find a way to get it back, but it'd be interesting to see if they're able to idle down his minutes. There's got to be that conversation. And give him an opportunity. Because Mike D'Antoni isn't a coach that practice heavy anyway. So the rest has to come from game minutes. They're going to make the playoffs, and you really want to dial back his his usage and his minutes now so you can dial them up in the playoffs. We always talk about Dirk and Dwayne Wade and their farewell tour and whether or not they're going to retire, but let's just check in on a gentleman by the name of Vince Carter because he's still playing professional basketball. Look at this. Comes in the lane. About to... Ooh, oh, 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 Jalen Rose. Here's a man over 40 years old cocking it back like he's going to dunk all over Cat, and then, ooh, it's a smooth little, like, push it in. The way Vince Carter does that is like normal people brushing their teeth. Like, I got a chance to play a couple of years in Toronto with Vince. And he's arguably the greatest complete athlete that the league has seen. And here's my distinction. I want to make sure I point this out. Some of your favorite dunkers either did it off one leg or off the vertical. Like, Dominique was strictly vertical. Nate Robinson, strictly vertical. One multiple dunk contest. Great highlight real players. Michael Jordan was fortunate enough to be able to take off from the free throw line, but it'll give you a lot of vertical. Mm-hmm. Yep. Vince Carter has an amazing vertical, and he's amazing jumping off one leg. Long arms, big hands. And so when he loses a little athleticism, he's still just as athletic playing above the rim that's the majority of the As players in the game. Player, yeah, I mean, How just about be able that? to hang like that in the air How about and adjust. That? Yep. We celebrate Michael Jordan going from right hand to left hand, and that's just as impressive as what Vince Carter did last night. And it was good that he kicked Carl Anthony, Anthony Towns out of the way and got a name. Yeah, that's that how you got that move. Okay, Jalen. Another vet move is you always support players not liking the opposing team. That's something that you really support. And no one in the NBA embodies this more than a gentleman by the name of Russell Westbrook to the point where he has rules for his teammates about talking to opposing players. And my guy, my guy, Steven Adams, gave us a little peek behind the curtain on how he gets things done around the arena. He said, quote, You do not even give the nicest look to an opposing player. Like Thabo Cephalosha, there was an exception there. Maybe Serge Ibaka. There are certain ones you can kind of go over and maybe hug. I'm still feeling this out. I might be a tad off here, 
or there, so I'm feeling my way out. I look him off, and then I see where Russ is looking, and then I go in for a quick hug. No, I wasn't doing anything, Russ. <laughs> so he has to sneak little hugs for his friends and former teammates when Russ isn't looking, so Russ doesn't see him fraternizing with the opposing team. Sports team. is fun, but it's really competition. Mm-hmm. And this idea that people play the same way with the same ferocity against their brother and their best friend as they do against their enemy is a flat-out lie. Anybody tells you that, they don't respect you. Because guess what you're not going to do to your brother? Clothesline him. But guess what you'll do to your worst enemy? Clothesline him. That's just how this works. And so for Russ to set a tone, and it comes from the leader. I remember playing against the Miami Heat. My high school teammate, Voshan Leonard, was a member of their team. We walk out of half court to begin the game. Oh, he couldn't look at me. And I loved it. I fall down, can help me up, and vice versa. Because that's the etiquette that the sport was built upon. And now, that doesn't mean disrespect no. or demean your opponent. No. It just say, while we're competing, it's okay to have a level of disdain and do your best to beat that person. And then afterwards, break bread. No doubt. Yep. Luka Doncic has just been on a tear all season long, and that didn't change. Last night against the Pacers, they were up. When he hits, just these deep dagger threes have just been a signature of his. Look at him, just a little step back, boom, three-point. Sorry, Pacers, I know you're in third place, but you're going to lose this game. And Trey Young also, little-known fact, Trey Young has had two games recently over 35-5, and five, which is joining him with Iverson and Michael Jordan to become the third rookie to get 35 and 5 in two consecutive games. Jalen Rose, what do you think about the performance of these young rookies in this class? They've been really productive and I've been really impressed. Usually when young players come into the game, there needs to be a maturation process before they can actually put up big numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, this rookie class is outplayed what a lot of people felt like they their ceiling would be, in my opinion. You know Aiton with number one. Of course. And rightfully so as a big body. But when you look deeper into the box score, even that Luka Doncic highlight, there was a full screen that popped up that said Jalen Brunson had 24 points. Jalen Brunson played well. He had he had some <laughs> big buckets at the end. He had a big three at the end of the game. Absolutely. So I've been really impressed throughout the league. So many rookies are playing quality minutes. At least six or seven of them have had 30-point games, which is outstanding. And the first-round players, they're scoring more than any rookie class has scored in 20 seasons. Like, they are really producing. And also, don't, don't sleep on this. It's like a lot of these people are only played one year in college. Like, this whole thing, it's not just Doncic and Young, who are sort of the biggest names in the rookie class. Jaron Jackson Jr. is playing really well. Memphis. Aiton is in, you know, he's in, in Phoenix, so people don't see him that much. But he's balling. Guy like Trier, undrafted. New York Knicks. And he's performing. There's This is a really good rookie class, almost historically so. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. And the thing is, in the NBA, you build your team through the draft. Mm-hmm. That's why you see teams, when they feel like they don't have a superstar, tank. Think back to all of the squads that won multiple championships in the history of the game. They drafted their best player. Okay? Magic and Bird. Yep. MJ, Tim Duncan, Kobe, Dwayne Wade, Steph Curry. So that becomes the fabric of your squad, which is why now you see teams understanding the fact you can build through free agency, 
But ultimately, the core of your team that you hope to build around usually is somebody you draft. With 10 assists on Tuesday night, Nikola Jokic joins Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain as the only seven-footers that have 20 games with 10 assists in them in a single season. Jokic is getting a lot of the props that he deserved the last couple years this year, but his passing is just, it's really unmatched by someone of his size. What do you think about Jokic and the other centers around the league? So, so many times we talk about the league being guard-driven and we underestimate the fact that there are so many bigs that not only play perimeter-oriented ball and can shoot the three and all of that yep. stuff, but can actually get you buckets on the post. Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, yep. Anthony Davis. Jokic. Jokic. And so, you know I like to distinguish the bigs between their skill, guys that I just named, mm-hmm. and then other guys that are in the league because of their will. Like Steven Adams, Clint Capella. Like, their roles are really needed to the teams they play for as well. So while we laud the guards, and rightfully so, and their productivity, I want to make sure the world knows that I have the phone number to an archaeologist. And the bigs are back in the, the league. The bigs are back. And you think about someone like Patrick Ewing, whose game, it just seems so archaic now. But look at what the NBA centers are doing this season. They're scoring more than they have in 20 seasons. They're shooting at a higher clip. They're shooting more threes. Free throws are better. Rebounds are better. Assists are better. Look at those numbers. In the last 20 years, they're performing in every facet of the game better now because people always talk about, oh, well, the center position's dead and you need to you need to shoot three. Everybody needs to shoot the three. Look at these numbers. Like the center position is still the cornerstone of your team. In an era of small ball. And mm-hmm. usually when people say that, that a lot of times can still be a tall man like the Greek freak who's yeah. seven foot tall yet can play five positions. Kevin Durant. And sometimes it's actually the five. And so that's what has fascinated me about today's game in positionless basketball. Jalen, huge news in the NFL. Kyler Murray, who is listed at 5'10". You'll never believe this. He measured in at 5'10". 5'10". Oh, my goodness. This breaking is breaking news. news. You he know what? Not at all. His hands are normal what? size. Yeah, He's got what? two of them. And you He's know got what? a right hand yeah, and exactly. a left hand. Yeah, right. They never measured him in college. He only won the Heisman yes, Trophy. Yes, we haven't a, seen he him before. 5'10". He's 5'10". He's been listed at 5'10". So, He's now 5'10". From the ground, from the bottom of his feet, so, to the top of his head. And you know what? You know what? How about this? Instead of going 70 inches in total. How about this? This is really impressive. I can't believe this is happening How about this? How about this? What? Instead of him going in the seventh round, he might actually he might go number pick. one now. That's right. If he was How five, if he, he was five, five nine, nine and a half, yeah. don't even draft yeah, him. Yeah, don't even See take him. Out. Out. Maybe yeah, we'll yeah. Get him out of here. Yeah, we would never yeah. draft Next him. Johnny Manziel. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Yeah. But now that he's 5'10", not oh just 5'10", goodness. dog. I got, wait, I got new information. 5'10". And one eighth of an inch. Oh my oh, goodness! He's over. He's over right now. He's over right now. I mean, that's it right now. Canton. They already have. They're making his bus in Canton, and that bus is going to be exactly five feet and ten inches from the ground <laughs> when they put it in Canton. <laughs> Who has the number one pick? Oh right, it's the Cardinals. Cardinals. And, I'm and they, already they uh, on Josh wax. Rosen last year, and the GM talked about the quarterback situation. Let's listen. Yeah, Josh is our starter. I mean, that's the guy um, that it's been and, and will continue to be, and um, we we love Josh. Is Josh Rosen our quarterback? Yeah, he is right now for sure. Is Josh Rosen our quarterback? Yeah, he is right now. That was the GM second. That was, of course, new head coach Kingsbury first. Jalen, is Josh Rosen the quarterback 
of the Cardinals. Oh, it's a shame what happened to Josh. Josh is great. I hope he's I renting. Think he's gonna be a great player. I hope he's leasing. Yeah, this is prime example when you get drafted to a team, even if it's really high, even if you're a quarterback. Don't purchase a home there until you realize you have staying power. You know how you have it? Not because they told you. Not because of your minutes. Not because your productivity. It's because of your deal. When you get another deal, that's when you buy a crib. And so for Josh Rosen, who went really high in the draft, there are going to be a lot of different teams that are going to be buying for his services. Be on team. So therefore, the Cardinals, this is what I would like to see. I want to see the Cardinals take Kyler Murray in the draft. Mm -hmm. I want to see them trade for Antonio Brown. That's the sequence of events I want to see happen. It's time for Statue News. Jalen Rose. Isaiah Thomas got a statue at the Indiana University. However, you make one important distinction as a senior statue analyst. You want the statue inside or outside? Which one? I want it outside. You want it outside in the weather. So Isaiah Lord Thomas III is one of my mentors, childhood idols, and just so happens to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. That was my GM and head coach at one different time in the NBA. I love this man. I cherish the ground he walks on. Indiana University, your team stinks this year. When he gets a statue, y'all need to put it outside like <laughs> yeah. Magic's is. Put it outside. Like Larry's is. Put the statue outside. Inside statues, it's just not the same. Like, they want to be amongst the elements. Like my guy Doug Collins. His statue is outside. Oh, DC got a statue? No doubt oh, about good it. for him. I love Doug Absolutely. Collins. Absolutely. But shout out to Isaiah shout Thomas. To well deserved. Now we got to get him one with the Pistons. Jaylen, from the Little Caesars you arena. love statues. You also love crab legs. You love crab legs. You you tear up some crab legs. I love crab legs as well. So does my son Quincy. Well, in Huntsville, Alabama, at a place called Meteor Buffet, they've got crab legs unlimited. However, they have trouble getting them out because people go there and they really want these crab legs. Sometimes people wait 10 minutes, 20 minutes, just for the crab legs to come out so they can tear them up. There was an issue. They were waiting 10 minutes for the crab legs. They put down the crab legs. There was a war for these crab legs. Two people ended up in a fight. They were using tongs. There's a male and a female. There's violence involved. They were arrested. Jalen Rose, do you understand crab legs turning violent? What is the day after Thanksgiving call for shopping? Oh, Black Friday? Okay. If people are going to fight over items... Of course they will fight over food. It totally makes sense. But here's the problem. I would have wanted to be one of the people fighting. Oh, we saw what happened. But you know how I eat my crab legs. It takes so long. I like to so get all of them. I like to crack each yep, one of there them. There you are, cracking them up. Then get a bowl, put them inside of the butter, then send it back and have them warm it up, put a little more seasoning on them, and then eat them. So by the time I did my routine, people would have took all the crab legs. <laughs> I mean, I would say push the too hot for TV button, but it'll probably take them 15 minutes. So there's some news that's going to validate some of your opinions about things. You don't use Seamless. You don't use DoorDash. You don't even know what these things are, right? Correct. Grubhub, you don't know what these things are. You I know what Grubhub is, but I never use it. So what happens with Grubhub? People, uh, you could call and order food and it's a third party brings it to you. Exactly. Well, you don't do these things. Why? Because I don't trust the people with the food. Well, 
There's a like gentleman. I saw the gentleman riding a bike today in the snow, bringing all of you guys food when it was six bags, and he had to park the bike. Well, guess what he did when he's parking the bike? Drop the Put y'all food on the food on the ground. Yeah. Well, on the ground is not nearly as bad as what this other gentleman reportedly did with the food that he delivered. He was upset about something, maybe a tip or something. I forget exactly what he was upset about. But he reportedly dipped his testicles in the salsa. What? So he used the baseballs, not the bat? He used the baseballs, not the bat. See, like, it would have been easier to do it the other way around. Strikes, a two and no count. It seems to have been a lot more efficient <laughs> really to do it the other really, way around. Really does. Just the logistics of the whole thing. Right? Yeah. And so you're outside. Like, it just seems tricky. But also, you got to do a lot of cupping. You got to reach I, really I, I, deep. You don't have to explain. Like, you're getting you a shot. Like, you're getting a snap. It works. Like, you're a sinner giving a quarterback I, a snap. I understand the logistics <laughs> of this. And also, how do people find out? Maybe it was on video or something. You know, I didn't do the real research. I just read the headline for this story. But when I read it, I was like, you know what? You know who's going to be validated? Jalen Rose is going to be validated. No question. And you saw the Outside the Lines report when they were going to stadiums across the country. Oh, yeah. And the one dude had the food, and he was in the stall using the toilet. Oh, no. That that report was bad. Like, there was mold (laughs) all over the bread. One thing about me is I'm, I'm I'm very picky about food being out. Because here's the thing about food that I don't like. If you leave out a pair of shoes, it just is a pair that. of shoes, right? But if you leave out food, bacteria grows on it. Things oh grow on it. It makes me just, ugh. It makes me so cringy. Like, sometimes my wife will leave out some food overnight. Like, she'll leave some food on the counter and go to sleep, and I'll wake up and come downstairs the next day, and there'll just be, like, some bread or bagel on the counter. I'm like, first of all, we had a mouse problem. We solved that. Everyone in New York has mice. Directly, we, solved, we solved it. We solved it. We fixed that one. And I, big shout to my wife for fixing that one. You got to put the mud flaps underneath the, the front door. They were just coming in and out. Put the mud flaps on there. No more mice. But that that stadium food thing was gross. And also, like, I'm I'm starting to reconsider my seamless habits. I'm, I'm trying to, to tell you. My seamless habits. And, and here's one of the things that I think is really key to me being able to avoid sickness. What you're saying about food, I'm the exact opposite. I'm throwing everything away. Yes. I don't want food out. Everything away. Leftovers, no thank you. Throwing it away. If you, if it was, if when, when my wife's out of town, there was never ever food outside of the refrigerator if, or the cabinets. If they were leftovers and it was like 7, 8, 9 p.m., if it isn't eaten by noon the next day or something like that for lunch, throwing it away. For, well, there's certain items that I'll keep around. Like I'll keep around some pizza. I'll keep around some Chinese food. My wife makes jerk chicken and rice and peas. She makes a big, huge thing of rice and peas. That'll last three or four well, days. Well, hold up. Home cooking leftovers yes. Home are cooking way leftovers different, are different. Yes. than carryout. Preach. Preach. Okay. Definitely. If I have some carryout, usually if I don't eat it, I'm throwing it away. Yes. Like I'm not trying to eat pizza two days later. That that just that just not healthy. I'll eat it one day later. I'll eat it the next day. This is not healthy. That cheese on your stomach is not good also, for you. Also, here's one thing about leftover pizza because you know I care a lot about my pizza. Former pizza professional, get at me, Bell's Pizza, Amherst, Massachusetts, four one three stand up. Um, Shout out. Here, take the extra time to reheat your pizza in the oven. Don't reheat your pizza in the microwave. I know it's going to take you ten minutes, but it's worth the time. It is worth the time to reheat your pizza in the oven. Also, another pro tip. Do you know what's really good reheated in the oven? Leftover wings. 
only. You've got if you've got six wings left over and you're full, take those to go. You know I don't like leftovers. I don't leave the restaurant with food very often, but you put the wings in the oven, they get like crispy on the outside. It's not they're a little dry. They're a little dry. I made wings on Sunday. Lemon pepper wings? How many? Two dozen? I actually make Louisiana rub ones. Oh, okay. They, they were awesome. Two dozen? Right. I made about like, yeah, like two dozen. Okay. Okay. Monday it was time to warm them up. Mm-hmm. We were having lunch. My wife and I, time to get leftover. At first, we were in work mode. We just got home. She just wanted to take them out of the fridge and eat them cold. No. No. I'm trying to warm them no. up. And then number two, she tried to put them in the microwave. No. I'm like, no. 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 Don't disrespect these wings. Please. A chicken die. You go upstairs and change. A chicken die. And allow me to put them in the oven. This is the. And then there'll be no money. This is a living being that is no longer on this planet. Speaking of that, I have to go do first take. And I'll be right back. Reggie's back on the ones and twos of Jalen and Jacoby. He's under the weather. He's playing his Jordan flu game. Except unlike Jordan. (laughs) He's missing some shots. <laughs> Love you, Reg. Hope you feel better. Or, unlike Jordan. He actually was sick. <laughs> <laughs> but he still had time to pull some voicemails. Let's listen. Don't forget, you can call 985-80-Jalen and leave us voicemails. And we'll play him on the show just like this. Hey, what's up, Jalen? What's up, Jacoby? Shout out to Reggie. Shout out. So I was listening to the podcast. You are talking about Jacoby getting his hair cut. Man, I'm 1,000% in with what Jacoby said about barbers. It ain't no disrespect. It's all love. But y'all need to quit acting like barbers don't get any love, Jalen. That is not an underappreciated, unappreciated profession. Everybody loves their barber. Think about it. Everyone's always talking about how fresh they look. They don't act like they cut their own hair. Some guys do, but it's rare. It's definitely not underrated. Barbers get all the credit they deserve. I might even say they're overrated because some of them won't be charging like 30 bucks for a haircut just because there's no other good barbers in town, which is why I let my homie cut my hair, and he does a good job for 15 So, yeah, I just wanted to let y'all know that they're not underrated. But what do you think about friends giving friends haircuts? That's underrated and unappreciated. It's easy to profit. Peace. Big shout. Shout out. Now, one thing I'm realizing through all of this is putting this much time and effort and passion and emotion into your relationship with your barber or how often you go to the barber is cultural. Because, you know, we know what? People that have, like, regular white guy hair, they get their hair cut, like, once every two months. (laughs) They really do. They really do. (laughs) But for you, is that considered like, regular white guy hair? No, it's not. This is a fade. It's, it's short. You know, you gotta, you gotta cut this one more often than you do if your hair is a little bit longer. You know, like Kevin Wilds gets his hair cut every two months. Not Wilds. So Jalen, first of all, I love that he supports me with the barber thing because again, it's about efficiency. It's about time management. All right. Second of all. He says that barbers actually aren't underappreciated. I kind he of said they might be this. overrated. I kind of rock with him on this one. I like this caller. I'm kind of rocking with him because he's coming at you. So I have a couple of things for you and him. We appreciate all of our callers. We appreciate our supporters. Where can they call? Michelle? Nine, you still don't remember? Nope. 985-86-Jalen. 
Close. You're close. 9580 Jalen, leave us a voicemail. So here's what I want to acknowledge for both of you fine gentlemen. Okay. The first thing he said is it's no disrespect to go to a different barber in the same shop. It's not. That's the first thing he said. You got to establish the boundaries in the relationship. Okay. I'm glad you just went there. I just reeled you in. And then he just said, everyone loves their barber. Those are two different things. You, if you love your barber, I'm you're going to be loyal to your barber, and you're no. not going to use the other barber that's I'm in, in the a chair next to him. I'm in a relationship with my wife, and I love her very much. My barber, they are right, but I'm going to go to another one. I love and all the other them. thing I want to tell everybody, you get what you pay for. It's 2019. If you pay $15 for your but cut. But it's his homie. I don't care who it is. My barbers are my homies, too. Yeah. Not everybody played 13 years in the league, Jay. If you're paying $15 for your cut, it just ain't going to be as crisp. No. No. That's one thing I learned about the homie cuts. My buddy Mike used to cut my hair all through college, and he did a good job, but he did an all right job. He did, You know what I noticed? Put a lot more time and effort into his fade than mine. And also, the other thing about your homie that you're paying $15 to cut your hair, that becomes a conversation about life and sports and politics and what's going on in the neighborhood and all of that stuff. As opposed to him trying to do a masterpiece, a Picasso. Look, it, it, don't it look like Jesus surgically repaired my hair today? <laughs> yes, it does. Okay. That's exactly that, what I thought. That, that's what you when want. When I saw you this morning, I was like, it looks like Jesus surgically repaired Jalen Rose's no, hair today. It, it looked like somebody had a scalpel <laughs> when they used a razor to cut my hair. Doesn't it? Yep. You got to pay for that. It does. You can't get this for $15? <laughs> This is name brand. This is Red Bottom. These ain't what? regular lace-ups. What's the appropriate range of numbers? Not for you. I got it. I got, no, for a tip. I got all levels. Just for a tip. I got all levels. No, no, not, not just for a tip. I got all no, levels. Not you, a regular person that say they make $60,000 a year. What is the appropriate tip for, for a cut? First off, a cut is minimum $20, $25. Okay. Minimum. It's $25 at my place. Okay. See, minimum $20, $25. The next thing, I can't do nothing with a dollar dog. I can't do nothing with two crunched up um, George Washington. No, I would never give two dollars. You got to give me five. Five dollar tip. Twenty percent. I think five dollar tip for a twenty five dollar cut is about appropriate. I personally give forty, and then just let him keep the change because I came up a little. It's two twenty. I came up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you look at it as two twenty. Yeah, yeah, but I think that I think that a, a twenty five dollar cut. $5 handshake is the appropriate tip. That's the appropriate relationship. Thank you so much for the call. We appreciate you. I want to thank all of our callers. Don't forget you can call 9580-JALEN. Jalen Rose has got a million jobs, so he's on the road tomorrow. So we have a very special reoccurring co-host. Tune in tomorrow and find out who. Don't forget, every day on ESPN2 at 2 p.m., you can watch Jalen and Jacoby, the second handsomest duo at ESPN Second 2. Mike Wilbon. And Tony Kornheiser got us by a lot, but we second. Make sure that you subscribe and DVR to our television show. We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that, K.R.? We're not done. We're not done. We're not done. Got to give the people time. Give people what they want. They're my little guys. Speaking of the hobbits, let's talk about LeBron James. All I care about is my nipples. Seriously. <laughs>